Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. So let's say you hear a secret about your mother-in-law and that she's unhappy about her marriage. Do you keep that as a secret? Do you tell your wife? How do you handle this? It's coming up a little bit later on with some OPP. Let's get you into the podcast now. We've got that time of the year where the family drama, the unnecessary family drama seems to just start seeping into like every single pore. So I'm going to change her name. We're going to call her Tessa Okay. because she says, please don't use my real name. Good choice then. Yep. I just want to get this off my chest. My brother's girlfriend is so trashy. He's bringing her to Thanksgiving. (laughs) She makes everything so uncomfortable. We're pretty low key. And she comes in like a tornado, gives us anxiety. She talks about the grossest stuff. She swears like crazy. If we were out at the bar, whatever. But my grandparents are old money proper, and it's not a vibe. And I want to have a conversation with my brother to either tell her to chill or maybe tell her to go to her family's house. They've only been together for nine months. What do I do? Tessa, have that conversation with him. Like, how does he not feel it? He Unless doesn't. he likes the shakeup. You think he likes the shakeup? Nope. He likes something else a lot more than he likes your thoughts on his girlfriend. Okay. These are the girls. He likes the uh, dessert after. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I gotcha. This guy is blinded by oh. the light. So I can kind of relate to this. I have a cousin who is like military straight lace. Okay. His name is Bobby. And he might be listening because he's at Ripley. Hey, Bobby. But he married this girl who. You said earlier she's just trash. Got me to start smoking <laughs> in high school. Like, it, and and I think she had a lot more going on. That now that I'm older, I found out, but like she did this too. She would go into our family situations and she would just kind of make, she's like you, she says things to make people uncomfortable for no reason. <laughs> and it was all like really weird, you know, like we're chilling, we're having drinks, we're having fun. And then she just let out like a combo of swears that you didn't think nice. belonged together. And I mean, they did flow well. Mm. But it like I get it, I get it, Tessa. What the feeling is like, where you're like, what'd you guys do? Did you time in a place? She ended up marrying, or he ended up they marrying this divorced. girl. They're divorced. So maybe the catalyst was the personality, and uh, I'm sure he liked does it. I'm sure he liked that for a while because she was she's hot. All right. So what do you looking. do? Your brother's girlfriend is obviously going to shake stuff up. You think she's completely trashy. Is the, do you just bite your tongue? At, see, for for me, this is a chance to step back and watch this all unfold. Right. But she obviously cares about her grandparents more than I would have. Um, and that's nice of Tessa. Yeah. I think that's nice. How it would is- you handle this? Your brother has got this trashy girlfriend, and you know she's going to blow up Thanksgiving. Do you even say anything? Maybe you like how Thanksgiving is. Maybe it's preserved for that time to just be thankful and grateful. And then you have the Effenheimer coming from the island in the kitchen. That sounds fun. That you're not used to. Get me some E&J and 7-Up and I'm just going to watch this rattle. You look down the table, just on the other side of your brother is some straight white trash. Oh my God, that's so horrible to say and call somebody. But uh, that is how, and we're calling her Tessa. That's how she feels. She sent us an email in a nutshell. She just wanted to get our advice. Her brother has like this girlfriend who she calls trashy, bringing her to Thanksgiving this year for the first time. She makes everything so uncomfortable. And she says they're pretty low key of a family. And so when she comes in, it's like a tornado. 
and the grossest stuff comes out of her mouth. She swears like crazy, and um, she just wants her to keep in mind, like, the grandparents are old money proper, and These kind of people really make events fun, in my opinion. It is your opinion. Uh, Good morning, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? We're really great. Thanks for asking. Before we get your thoughts on this, is it Sarah with an A or an H, though? Welcome to the show. First thoughts on this. Uh, well, I think Tess is wrong. I think she's thinking of this. And I mean, I got to tell you, I don't come from old money. Yeah. So maybe that's why I see things differently. But it's the holidays. This is your brother, and she might have these behaviors for different reasons. Um, And maybe she needs to look at some of the things that this gal presents that is positive. I think she's looking at all the negatives. I say loosen it up, enjoy the holidays, and saying something might mean your brother doesn't come around anymore. Oh, yeah, you you don't want that. that. Yep. Yep, so maybe he'll start going to her family instead. Maybe so. So I think she needs to stop being so rigid and enjoy it for what it is and try to see some of the positives that this gal has. Maybe Tessa could pull her aside and just say, hey, I want you to have a good Thanksgiving with us. This is some stuff that I'm noticing, and let's go out to the bar after. I hope she hits her. And grab some drinks, but, like, I want you to come off you know, in in the best light to our family, and this is how you can do so. Um, so without being trashy, yeah, got to use the word trash yeah. there, though. Otherwise, <laughs> it won't really be that yep. effective. No, you can't. And I, I, I honestly think that she's probably seeing all the negative in this gal and not seeing any of the positive, and not that swearing and all of that is always appropriate. But hell, I yes, it is. Fish to fry. <laughs> And there's, yeah, right. Mm. And, you know, it's the holidays. Like, if that's your biggest concern, Tessa, I'm sorry if that's too bad. Hey, Sarah, last question. Let's say you and I are dating for nine months and I bring you to meet my family. What would they think would be the trashiest thing about you? (laughs) Probably my tattoos. Oh, tell us more. How many do you have? Where are they? What are they of? 17, all over. Oh, not you got a neck face, one? You got a good neck so tattoo? nothing like jelly roll on my face, <laughs> but pretty much everywhere else. Okay. If you had to get a teardrop tattoo because you killed either myself or Kat in a fit of rage, who would you kill first? <laughs> Say it. Probably you. God. <laughs> I was going to bring you to meet my family, oh, and now yeah. you're going to do this to me? My God. <laughs> Let's go. It's the playoffs on your radio. I'm JJ House Caps. Hi, I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Anything fun happened yesterday? I saw that your son got all his locks cut way short. Oh my God. He had crazy, crazy, huge curly hair. He looked like, what was that Simpsons character? Is it Sideshow Bob? He looked like that. quite like that, but. It was was getting crazy. And like, he didn't properly know how to like wash it. You know what I liked about it? It was super unique. Like, that was his thing, right? I know. And um, that's what Derek, Derek had out. A very tough time knowing that we were getting it cut off. But being a bald man, you can't say anything about anyone else's hair. Like I have never commented since I started shaving my head back. Uh, geez, when I was a freshman in college. Yeah, uh, I've never commented on anyone else's hair because, like, that ain't my jam. Yeah, you know. You always say mine looks horrible. Well, you Rat's never, nest. Yeah, it's brutal. It's yeah, you yours use. only. I guess only yours. <laughs> I have beautiful locks, but yeah. He uh, got it all cut off, and he was cool as a cucumber, and 
went to basketball and like startled all of his friends. They were like, no way. Are you Liam's brother? Yeah. And so he's like, I'll bring I'll bring the curls back for high school guys. Don't worry oh, about it. Planning <laughs> I was it out. Like, I guess so. So yeah, he went from eleven to fifteen in three minutes and and now he's all You're losing about your styling. baby. He'll I never got him be your some, baby again. Got him some old spice putty for the hair. Some styling putty. The old spice putty, huh? Kids are old spice is like dominating middle school. It's crazy. They have it's called swaga. That's the smell. I've seen it, yeah. And they all, all of them, Old Spice uh, deodorant, Old Spice body wash. No everything. Way. Yes, it is a huge deal in, in well, middle that, school. That uh, TV campaign has come around. I like, guess it's so. pretty good. Like when Liam was like, uh, yeah, Dominic has the, the Swagga deodorant. And I was like, is that what you want? You want Old Spice? Your papa uses Old yeah. Spice. And he's like, no, it's like everyone's got Swagga. Skip two generations, man. <laughs> yeah, so I got it for him and... Um, he smells like a 50-year-old. and More than that. Okay. I'm almost 50. I'm not using that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it smells good. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That was your entire day yesterday. <laughs> that was it. Getting that my was kid's it. haircut. Yeah, this week is kind of boring, and then it just amps up for the holidays. Well, right. Everybody's going to be scrambling. So that's, uh, that's how far I'm in. I'm 61 hours into this fast. Uh, it's 120 hours. It's five now days. I know why you told me at 60, because when you told me when you were only 36 hours in, yeah. and then I was like, great, I got a brace for impact. And now there's no impact. I feel good. I feel uh, it's it's very weird to have not eaten for three days. And when you get to around like that 70, you were your brain was mush. You were foggy. You were like, you know why? <sighs> I, and I real I figured this out the last time when I did a three day fast. It, the, the last I saw the the finish line. And so I, I started getting like weak, right? I was just living for the moment that I could eat. And now knowing that I can't eat till like Friday at five, like that's not Why a big deal. Why are you doing this? Th- this Why? is super good for you. For well, it's, attention? It's, no, it's otherwise attention? if I needed attention, I would have told you about it right away. But it's, uh, it's just the cell regeneration and it's just good for your body. I feel so good right now. And I know it's weird to think about like food for energy and everything like that, but I feel so good. I've got good energy. I took the dog for a couple of walks yesterday. I've done yard work every day. Like, oh, I just, there's something about it, man. Like, I'm telling you, I really, and I want to see if I can do it. Like, I like challenging myself with these little things. I'm realizing right now that with two kids in college and one having his driver's license, I don't have a lot to do anymore. But it, starve. I'm kind of, yeah. <laughs> what I should I do? Like Some it. people join like looming classes or maybe even pickleball. I, and you're like, I am going to not eat. All my friends days. are at work when I get done with work. I what would you do if you went to a third world country and told them what you're up to? That you're choosing that not choosing to choosing not eat. to eat for my health? Yeah. Well, wow. They would. I don't even know what they'd say. They would be so they would say, confused. You'll be as healthy as we are because we've been doing this for a long time. Is that what they'd say? I don't know. Is That's that why they have not, commercials? Probably not the language, but okay. uh, so yeah, so I'm on, I'm on the downslide. I get to eat uh, Friday afternoon right before we go on a weekend road trip. And then, uh, and I forgot, next weekend for Thanksgiving, we're in War Road. Mm. Yeah. God. Two and a half days on the road to go to Thief River Falls and War Road with a hockey Is team. Is it War Road like a boutique town? Is it cute? <laughs> War Road has windows and that's it. Oh. Who knew that we would see the day that 82-year-old Bernie Sanders, the senator, had to stop a fight on Capitol Hill? This is between Senator Mark Wayne Mullen and Teamsters boss Sean O'Brien. This is great. Listen to how this is like the nerdiest fight I've ever heard. You know where to find me. Any place, any time. Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy. Sir, this is a time. This is a place. 
If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. You know, you're a United States senator. <laughs> Sit down, please. We're not here to talk about <laughs> physical abuse. Hold on now, really quick. Sean O'Brien who, sounds who do you like got he, on this? Sean, Sean, the second guy, right? Well, take it. You know where to find me. This guy's going to get rolled. Any place, any time. Listen to how calm this other guy so is. So this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. No. That guy. He's I'm taking it. that guy. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Let's that go. guy is going to roll you up. He just did whatever he's planning to do to you. For breakfast. He's a like Teamsters he, leader. Yeah. What do you think he's going to... He's been beating people up for 50 years. I think Mark Wayne knew that somebody would interject and stop it. That's why he was running his mouth, but... I've been in these fights where I knew I wasn't going to win, yeah. but you got to get a quick two in because the herd doesn't <laughs> like to be upset. You want to so go? So somebody always jumps in right away. I'll name the time and the place. <laughs> that was so funny, but way to go, Bernie. Bingo. Bingo what? Bingo. 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 All right, time for Listener Bingo, and what goes along with Listener Bingo today? How about free car washes at Sox Rapid Car Wash? But don't call yet because the phones are on hold. Here's how bingo works. Kat is going to give you her scenario. I'll give you mine, and then we'll take the first line through at 251-1047. Get to know you a little bit better, get your story, and get you hooked up. First things first, Kat's looking for the first person to call who? Who works with their sibling. Did you see that? The Kelsey brothers, they have teamed up for this, like, it's like a claymation. It's called Christmas in New York, and they recorded it for a, a charity here. You were handsome. You were pretty. You're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. The leathers were swinging. This is good. All the drums they, they were are. singing. We fought on a corner, then danced through the night. The sound of the silver ages choir. They're very the chief Still the show? Hell no. Those were ringing out <laughs> Hell for no. Christmas Day. I love it. And, so they know, did some a people duet. have all the talent. <laughs> I um I am so pleasantly surprised whenever Travis Kelsey talks because you expect a Gronk. And I can't He's the do... anti-Gronk. He's the anti-Gronk. And that's why I love it so much because I expect like anybody want a peanut. <laughs> and it's not. And so I love that. But uh, working together again. So you work with a sibling. Okay. So wow, that's crazy. Uh, mine's going to be anyone listening who has been attacked by an animal. Oh, I think about this when uh, my dog is a good dog and she doesn't attack people, but she's very friendly, like to the point where if she meets you the first time, she wants to jump up on you. Yeah. And people that are afraid of dogs get wigged out really, really fast if a big dog jumps on you. Right. They think you're attacking. So I I think about that when I take her off her collar and I, you know, try and walk her and teach her and, and work with her. But I'm like, God. Is she ever going to attack someone? I don't think so, but you never know. I mean, they're wild animals, right? Mm-hmm. So mine is anyone listening who has been attacked by an animal. Sonny, good morning. How are you feeling? Good. How are you? Good, good. Who gets the bingo, cat or myself? You do. Yay! Oh, okay. But unfortunately, it means you got attacked by an animal. What animal? A cat. Oh, oh God. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, I was... I think I was in like fourth or fifth grade at a friend's house and I was sitting at the kitchen table chair and I, I don't know, I must have been swinging my legs, but I don't remember swinging my legs. But then all of a sudden this cat just like attacked my right foot and like all four teeth went in and then I had to go to the hospital. You had to get a, you had to go to the hospital for a cat bite? Well, said my mom, so yeah. yeah. 
Did someone make you feel like it was your fault for swinging your legs as a child? Probably the cat owner. I, yeah. Wow. And Wouldn't they do that? They would do that. What do they do at the hospital when you walk in and you say a cat bit me? Do they laugh at you and send you home or do they actually like try and treat you? No, I was actually treated. And at that time, I couldn't take like any like pills. I would, you know, throw up. And so then we spent like three hours with this doctor trying to force me to take these pills until he actually gave me liquid medicine. So that was great. So you spent three hours at the hospital after a domesticated cat bit you in the foot. Yes. And as an adult, you understand now how absolutely silly that sounds. Maybe over the top. Uh (laughs) Was your mom looking for a payday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened to the cat? Did they try and, uh, they didn't kill the cat, did they? No. Okay. All right. And, uh, And mom got what out of the deal? Absolutely nothing. Doctor's bill. That was it. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Literally. Hey, love your story. It was crazy, and now you get to uh, tell the universe. I hope you have a great morning. <laughs> Lots going on on the live show Thursday morning, so get up early with us. About 6.40, we're going to try and give you a trip to Mexico. Psychic Kim will be here at 7.30, and tickets to see Pitbull, Enrique Iglesias, and Ricky Martin at about 8.40. So lots of winning all Thursday long. Right now, back into the podcast, guys. <laughs> if I were to ask you to fill in the blank this morning, what would you say? I'm the friend... That always gets asked to help people with their problems. Such as? Um, Just anything going on with their kids. What do you suggest? What would you do if you were me? Stuff like that. Do they feel that you've got? And I would never tell you an example because that's how good of a friend I am. And that's why they keep coming back because I would never. I think when people confide in you, I think that that is the biggest compliment. And there's no worse situation to be in when they go, Hey, did you happen to tell so-and-so about what I told you? Like that hot feeling. So that's why I keep it off. Do you think they have an escalated vision of your prowess due to being on the radio? I think I give great advice, so it speaks for itself. It's not me being on the radio, um, but I care about my friends. If you're a friend and you come to me and you have an issue, like why would I want you to suffer with a problem? And I'm not saying my word is the end-all be-all, but it's pretty good advice. (laughs) I know that I'm the friend that always gets asked to move things for people. Yeah. Uh, Don't have a truck then. Well, no, I'm talking like physical labor. And I was thinking about this. So yesterday, uh, long story short, I'm out walking the dog and I've got like, I always go for, if I'm with the dog, I have like one AirPod in and I'm just kind of hanging out listening. And I always have one out so I can hear traffic or anything else. And I hear, JJ, like Mm. way down the block. All right. This guy, I barely know. Just kind of casual friends with him. Hey, I, can, can you come here? Come here, come here. Oh, hey, Addison. He's really nice to the dog. And I'm yeah. like, what's uh-huh. up? And uh, and he goes, hey, we have this armoire in the basement that I need to get upstairs. Uh-huh. Any chance you'd give me a hand with that? And I'm like, you know, damn me for being the only friend that I have from with like muscles. my group of college <laughs> that stayed working out and hasn't, you know, completely wrecked their body yet or just gotten so far out of shape that you can help so. I go, yeah, yeah, said, sure. Do you have a dolly or anything? No. So I tie my dog up to their tree, and I go inside. This wasn't an armoire. This was a nuclear missile silo. Yeah. This thing was, it had to be 300 pounds. Solid oak, mm-hmm. doors, drawers. And as, I, as we start moving it, I go, God, this thing weighs a ton. One of the doors flies open. There's still stuff in it. So he didn't even take anything out. I go, hey. Out. 
think we could take some of this out to lighten the load a little bit. And then it was up these uh, really narrow but high-pitched stairs. Did you yell pivot? No, I, I, no, I just did the best I could, right? Yeah. I said, hey, you lead so that if you ding the wall, it's on you. Mm-hmm. And whatever. And so we end up, you know, lugging this thing up, I don't know, two flights of stairs to get it out into their garage. And I go, what are you going to do with it now? He's like, my wife wants me to put it on Facebook Marketplace. Oh. And I, you could have taken a picture of it yes. down in your basement, numbnuts. And then all you have to do is write, you are in charge of bringing it out of the house. Now, uh. <laughs> it also started going through my mind. If I would have walked down a different street, who would have he called yeah. To take on this physical task. Another sucker. It made me start thinking and- about every time I get a call from one of my friends, I almost always think they need help with moving something. My father-in-law let us borrow these straps one time for, we had, they are magic. Like, I didn't know I could pick up something or help pick up something that was like a Appliance four, movers use these all the time, yeah. Or pounds. Yeah, it was a huge deep freezer effortless. It was crazy. So I wanted you to fill in the blank for us real quick this morning. I'm the friend that always gets asked to watch. So far, responses. Uh, Sandy says, uh, help whenever they need anything. Obviously, that's the deal. Uh, How about this one? Mara says, wait here. I'll be right back. Uh, You're the friend that's asked to just wait and hold a place in line. A lot of people are saying move. uh, Steven says, fix things. Uh, Jeff says, want a beer? I'm always the friend they call if they want to have a drink and they don't want to drink alone. Uh, Rosie says, babysit, get concert tickets, says Ashley. She must have the hookup. Be their therapist, says Cassie. Borrow the money, Nicole. Yeah, you're rich. Don't mm. let anyone know how much money you have. A, a lot, of, lot pe- of these, though, you have to set healthy boundaries. Like, I don't mind listening to my friend's problems because I'm really not out anything. But if you're out your time because you're always being asked to babysit and you don't get compensated in some way, that's going to wear on your friendship, so... Watch that one. Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? Everybody. This is the part of our show where uh, it's kind of like a little bit of a group therapy thing. Listeners have issues and we go, all right, let's throw it on the air because people are, are pretty good with giving advice. And that's what we're grateful for. You guys have been listening for years and you've got some pretty good tips to give people. And my theory is always if you're going through something, Odds of one of our listeners having gone through that are pretty high, so there should be some pretty decent advice here. And that's why we wanted to bring Brian onto the show today. We know we got a little something, something going on with the in-laws. Break it down, will you? Me and my wife, we like to go uh, hang out with some buddies uh, during the Vikings game. Okay. She was out of town this week, and we usually bring uh, her mom. Um, so since my wife was out of town, I figured I'd still bring my mother-in-law with my buddy and his wife. Yeah. And we were all having a great time. We're at this uh, fun bar with everybody watching the game. And I, I guess sometime during the uh, during our outing, uh, my mother-in-law told something to my friend. And my friend told me that I don't know how the conversation got started, but apparently my mother-in-law is sick and tired of her marriage. Oh, my God. That's oh, some deep stuff. Yeah, you don't need that. It was very odd, yes. I, I didn't know what to make of it as far as... Me and what I think my wife knows is that, you know, they were happily married. I mean, she is much younger than my father-in-law, I think by about 10 years. Okay. But um, it was just odd, I thought, for her to confide in my friend about this. I mean, apparently she's really not happy being married, and she's kind of sick of my father-in-law. And and I just don't know what to do with it. I told him, do not repeat this, you know. Yeah, you don't need to get out. So where are we at right now? Like, you're in a pivotal spot, right? 
Yes, you know, now, well, I've been thinking about it. I've been chewing on it, and I don't know if this is something maybe I need to talk to my wife about and let her know. I also don't want to trouble her with her parents' marriage and her mom's discontent. But, you know, I feel like maybe this is something that uh, my wife and her mom could talk about maybe together. And so I just, I really don't know what to do. I also don't want to get in her business and yeah. compromise our, you know, relationship either. So it's just, um, it's a unique situation. I never thought I'd have to deal with. Okay. So hang on a second. I'm going to put you on hold and I want you to be able to hear everybody else's thoughts on this. You know, already where I said, this is none of your business and you should watch your bobber and this is not your bobber. I would definitely just tell the wife. No. I would say, this is what my friend heard and, I just it's going to break her heart. Well, just, I think maybe it would just be, and they're at this age where she understands marriage. She understands that maybe mom is going through something. When parents reach a certain age, sometimes the life that they thought they were going to live together, this person wants this and this person wants this. Maybe mom needs some help. Maybe mom needs an ear. Then shouldn't mom be the one telling her? Mom was drunk. Mom had a little bit too much uh, Pino. And just build it. Cats of the impression the wife should know. I'm of the impression that you take this one to the grave. This is not your business. No, I think maturity is going to help out the situation a lot by having a daughter that age that kind of understands. Go to your mom and just say, did you mean to say this? If you do, I'm here to talk about it. I don't want you to be in a bad spot, spot with dad. How can we fix this? Personally. What's trending? What's trending? Okay, so there was video of Robert F. Kennedy, the presidential candidate, junior, by the way, uh, taking some heat last week because he walked on a plane barefoot from his seat to the bathroom. Kind of hippie or what? And then back, and TMZ caught up with him, and he had a chance to explain himself. All the gang at TMZ, I want to thank you for all you do to keep politicians honest, even for me, for calling me out. I'm going barefoot on a airplane. That was inexcusable, and I can assure you that will never happen again. He sounds 87. Okay, so he has something called spasmodic dysphonia, and that is where, like, the muscles generate a person's voice to have like spasms and then and they stuff. let up after a while or like it's just it just jumps on i have no idea what exacerbates it or if it's all the time but the best part is i feel like i want to vote for him because he has a good sense of humor they panned down and he still had bare feet <laughs> and he was sitting at the terminal and he was just like hey it'll never happen again and as he's doing it right out, now and his That's little funny. feetsies were like that probably dancing. gets my vote right there i i was like this guy actually has kind of a sense of humor i just thought it was really funny but um i know that it bothers you and did your daughter do it with her uggs when you were on your way to colorado no. or what was that so the story goes we were on our way to florida so we're on a three and a half hour plane or a three hour plane ride and we weren't we weren't even on the town we weren't rolling out for exit or anything yesterday uh, and i'm sitting next to my daughter and I go, what is that? Because it's in the middle of winter, right? Yeah. And she goes, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I realized the smell is coming from her Uggs. <laughs> but she had like the, the fake Uggs, the yeah. imitation ones. The Fugs. Yeah. The f- <laughs> and I had to sit next to her on that plane ride. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where I, when they give you the napkin to put under your cup, yeah. I stuffed the napkin up in my nose because I, co- <laughs> I couldn't do anything. I, you should have sm- asked for one of their garbage bags that they come collect garbage it with and then put those in there. so bad. The second we got off the plane... I made her open up her suitcase, yeah. grab her flip-flops, and throw the Uggs in the garbage at the airport. It was one of the smelliest three hours I've ever been part of. This it was horrible. This may be horrible. an unpopular opinion, but I don't care if I'm barefoot or where. Like, I walked 
three blocks in New York bare feet with bare feet. Nasty. You're yeah. straight up trash. It, it probably was. It probably was gross. But I'm like, from the beginning of time, they didn't have shoes. They didn't have flip flops. They didn't have Uggs in the caves. They didn't that have they were... toothbrushes then either, but you still got to use one. But they still got around mm. and functioned. And so it's not, I don't know. I didn't find it a big deal, but it's actually a really funny video. And that is what's trending. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.